News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. A serious shortage of medicines, including a life-saving breast cancer drug, is the highest it has ever been, say industry experts across Ireland who've sounded the alarm over a frightening lack of critical supplies. Sheena Mitchell, pharmacist and host of the Wonder Care podcast. How bad are things and how have they gotten to this point? Hi, so things on the floor really in the ground and pharmacy level are quite severe. We're finding that the HPRA list, which is the official list of shortages in Ireland, isn't reflecting the reality in community pharmacy. So we have experienced that, you know, where there's potentially, I think at the moment, 261 medicines short, according to the HPRA, those figures are determined by whether or not the manufacturer has notified the HPRA of a shortage. And in many cases, there seems to be delays with that happening, which results in community pharmacies experiencing shortages of a much larger extent. So we have medicines on allocation from our suppliers um, when they become, I suppose, inefficiently or yeah, in, inappropriately stocked so that we can't actually, they can't provide the supply that's needed in response to pharmacy orders and there's over 330 meds on allocation currently in Ireland. Okay, uh, h- how can we address this situation? So there's a few different things. So there's different products. So obviously you've got the likes of Ozempic, the really well-known weight loss drug, which has been in the media a lot lately. And you've got things like Concerta, which also is used for um, ADHD. So these medicines have become much more popular and they're kind of outliers. The bulk of the medicine shortages that we are, we're seeing relate to generic medicines. And generic medicines are ones that are off patent that multiple manufacturers make. But as a result of narrowing margins, which is a result of the Health Act 2013, basically, and this is where the HSE and the government have, I suppose, decided their process for procurement and pricing of meds. And basically, as a result of this, we're getting regular posts to our pharmacies telling us that medicines are going to be dropped in reimbursement price. And so the manufacturers are equally just let known that actually we're going to pay less than what we were paying for it for no reason other than this legislation and I suppose the guidance from the powers that be. And this approach may have been really useful, you know, when it started back in 2013 to try and ensure that we weren't overpaying for medicines. But in the context of a landscape where medicines are unavailable, like some of the medicines that are being forced price cuts in June and July are already on the medicine shortage list. So we're kind of telling manufacturers that you know, okay, you can't meet our demand and you're considering where you're going to send these medicines in Europe if you have any stock at all. And we're telling you that we're going to pay you less. So we're really irrelevant in the landscape of the kind of global medicines market. We're a tiny, tiny population on the periphery of Europe. So we need to be more proactive And here's where I feel the government are kind of driving with a blindfold on because there is no chief pharmaceutical officer in the Department of Health. So there is no one what knows what it's like for the patient at a patient level to not be able to access their medicines. It sounds like you think this situation is going to continue. 
100%. Like commonly at this time of the year, drug shortages would have allayed a little bit. But this is not a winter problem anymore. Like last year, I think the medicines on allocation at this time of year were around 60, whereas now we're talking over 330. So this problem is getting dramatically worse and very quickly. And I think we need rapid intervention. Like there's some medicines that can't be swapped out for different doses. We can't try and patch doses together by using other strengths of meds or other brands. And like one example of a drug now, which will affect a lot of your listeners is low dose aspirin. We're down to only one brand now, which is intermittent supply. All of the generics are unavailable. And so okay. that particular supplier, you know, they're going to run out. All too, right. Sheena, just before we let you go, um, the lead story of the Irish Times today by Paul Cullen, private health insurers, Irish Life and Leia are hiding behind the lengthy process for approving drugs and denying patients access to proven cancer treatments. Uh, that's according to two leading oncologists, uh, Ray McDermott and John Crown. Uh, your take on this story, have you had a look at it? Yeah, I have. I think there's fundamental issues that that story highlights. And it's actually, obviously, the the cancer medicines are are needed and are life changing. And sometimes it's maybe not as apparent when this process is really frustrating for medicines that maybe just kind of improve quality of life. But when this is life and death, it, it really flags it. So what, what happens is the EMA will approve a medicine and say that it is safe and it's, you, you know, it's effective, um, for treating the indication that the manufacturer has put in. But what happens then is the NCPE have to review it and they only do that. They only start that process once the manufacturer actually requests them to. And we're seeing that with the weight loss drug Wajovi at the moment. We're having huge shortages with Ozempic. And Wageovia is sitting there in this process, which needs to be faster and more effective. Okay. Uh, the National Centre for Pharma uh, Economics. Um, uh, all right. Uh, Sheena Mitchell, uh, pharmacist and host of the Wondercare podcast. Uh, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.